Hello there and welcome to the Parenting Junkie Show. Today I'm going to be switching it up a little bit and I'm interviewing Meredith Newlin. Meredith is a teacher, a wife, mother of two, and I had the great pleasure of connecting with her and discussing the transformations that she has been able to make with her wife in their marriage. And If I tell you the most amazing thing here is that Meredith has made these transformations from a overall happy marriage, but one that was full with a lot of frustration, quite a lot of fighting and arguing, and sometimes even feeling like, is this even going to work? Just that feeling of maybe we need to throw in the towel, as she shares with me in this interview, and transforming that to a place of peace and connection and creating the type of relationship that they want to model for their children. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. I have a question for you. Do you sometimes think it takes two to tango? If you are in a relationship and you feel frustration and disconnect and misalignment on division of labor or misalignment on parenting issues, or like you've lost the spark and the passion, and yes, you love this person, but no, you don't always want to be with them, then this episode is going to have a lot of wisdom nuggets for you to take and a lot of inspiration. And if you are not in a partnership currently, I would invite you to still listen and take away from it what you will for your future relationships or even for your relationships with other people, not necessarily your romantic partner. I need to just explain that Meredith is a member of my Parent in Love course. And so if she refers to Parent in Love, that's what she means. She means my course. It's an in-depth transformational course for couples. It takes six months to go through the course. It's very deep. But what it does is it creates a transformation. Well, you create the transformation. You take the course and it helps you to create the transformation in your relationship to one of alignment on parenting, alignment on division of labor and reconnecting. How many of us have felt that we just got disconnected since kids come along? I'm the first to raise my hand to that. I created this course because it was born of my own frustrations and difficulties in my marriage after becoming a parent. So it's designed for you to be able to create that kind of transformation without a single session of therapy and without your partner even knowing about it. Because I believe it doesn't take two to tango. And as you'll hear about more in my conversation with Meredith, there are ways to ethically make changes in your partner without them even knowing that you're doing so. So I really hope you'll be inspired by this conversation. And if you are, I want to let you know that I'll be holding a free masterclass. If you're catching this episode as it airs, then it's not too late to sign up. The masterclass is called How Peaceful Parenting Ruined My Marriage and How I Saved It. I'm going to be holding that live on February 4th. And if you go to theparentingjunkie.com forward slash marriage, you can sign up. So if you're listening to this before February 4th, 2019, then you're in time to sign up. Go ahead and sign up. If you're listening to it sometime in the future, if you're in the future now, 
then we probably are still holding these sessions. We might be holding them on demand. You might be able to get hold of a replay. So still, you can go to that link, theparentingjunkie.com forward slash marriage and get your information there. Okay, let's just take one moment to announce our winner this week. Our winner this week is from Cyprus. Our winner this week has been in present play for a long time. She's been a present play member. She has taken my joy school course. She has taken my potty time course and my empathic limits course. And so I am so thrilled to be saying that today she is winning my parent in love course. This is the course designed for couples who want to transform their relationship without a single session of therapy. Transforming your relationship can happen in your pajamas and your partner doesn't even have to know about it. Why? Because this course is designed for just one person to take. Yes, you can take it with your partner, but you can also take it alone and see major transformations happening in your relationship. So that's so cool. Here's what Dr. Laura Froyen, who is a peaceful parenting and respectful relationship expert, has said about the Parent in Love course. She wrote, Avital's Parent in Love course is, in a word, beautiful. It is at once complex and complete, while still being direct and clear. She distills decades of research and writings on couple relationships and presents it in a way that is warm and affectionate, while still encouraging you to take responsibility and engage in the process. So this is what you have won, my very um, beloved present player from Cyprus, and that is Stella. Stella, I don't know how to pronounce your family name. Stella Christodoulou, I hope I did that right. You have won and you have won because you were entered into the giveaway and you were entered into the giveaway because you left a review on iTunes. And here is the review that you left. You said, amazing podcast, five stars. This podcast has made me really want to get my life in order and achieve my goals. Super motivating. I can't wait for more. Thank you, Avital XXX. Thank you, Stella. I so appreciate each and every one of you who is showing up and helping me launch this podcast, launch this movement, launch a parenting junkie and all of our different touch points of content into success. Thank you, Stella. All you need to do is email support at the parenting junkie to claim your prize. Okay, great. So I'm glad we've announced all of that. Before I go any further, let us play that interview with Meredith. And as you listen to Meredith's story, I would love for you to ask yourself, how does this apply to me? Sometimes when we hear other people's stories, we get stuck on how we're different, how it doesn't apply to us, how our partner isn't like that, or our life doesn't look like that. But instead, what will serve us better is if we ask, what can I learn here? I have learned so much from my short conversation with Meredith and even just from her beautiful energy. So without further ado, here is my conversation with her. And I do just want to apologize briefly. I know that the sound quality isn't up to scratch, isn't exactly what you're used to here on the Parenting Junkie Show, but that's how it goes when we interview from afar. It's sometimes a little bit difficult and there are some scraping noises in this interview. Still, I think it's well worth the listen. And just one last quick thing before we play the interview. If you are enjoying this podcast, please snap a selfie and or a screenshot and then share that with me on Instagram. Share it out with your friends, anyone who you think might benefit from this episode. Just email it to them or 
message them with it. I know that it could help and I would be so grateful. Meredith, tell uh, me and everyone listening a little bit about yourself. Tell me about, yeah, you, your family, where you come from. Okay. Um, So I live in North Carolina and um, I have... I actually don't have a husband. I have a wife. <laughs> so I'm a, li- I'm a little different from um, probably a lot of your clients, but um, I feel like a lot of the lessons are really applicable and really, um, they, they, they still work. It doesn't really matter. So, um, and I feel like you do a great job of kind of speaking to all different sorts of audiences. So I appreciate that. And um, we have a two-year-old and a five-year-old and they really keep us busy. <laughs> and um, yeah. And I teach high school English full-time. Um, my partner works, um, again, works in uh, violence prevention work and things like that. So um, she just got a job offer across the country. So we're going to be moving soon in the next few months. So that's going to be a big transition. But um, yeah, we're, we're pretty happy. Things are going really well. And um, we got some hiccups here and there, but, um, I actually tried to, (laughs) I tried to give the bliss, um, trip to Costa Rica. I tried to give it to her as a Christmas present. (laughs) I tried to, I I tried to sneak it in there and just say, look, we're going to, and she was like, um, not this year, but maybe next year. (laughs) But we definitely want to do that sometime. So, um, it was funny how I just tried to like sneak it in there, but it didn't work. (laughs) So, oh well. But, I know um, there yeah. were some people who got that as a Christmas present. Oh, like, cool. yeah, that's such awesome. an idea. Yeah. Um, oh, we would love to have you guys next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. next time for sure. Yeah. That sounds really cool. So yeah. I know it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, amazing. So a two-year-old and a five-year-old. And mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that you said that you feel that the parenting junkie materials speak to a broader audience because it's always so hard to get all the descriptors right and make sure that you yeah. include everyone. And I know that not yeah. everything applies to everyone, mm-hmm. um, but that's just so good to hear on a personal level because I, I, yeah. it's very important to me. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what brought you to? I know you're in Parent in Love, right? In mm-hmm. yes, you're in Parent in Love. Are you in Present Play? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So what brought you, what were the types of challenges? I, I, I don't want to hear so much necessarily about the course or whatever. I want to hear about mm-hmm. your story. So what yeah. were the types of challenges that would bring you to be looking for an alternative uh, route or, or, or teachings within your relationship? Mm-hmm. Paint a picture for me of a, of your before situation. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear. Um, I just felt really overwhelmed. Um, I just felt like there were a lot of demands just that we have in our life, but also that society places on us, you know, just to be like perfect parents and perfect partners and perfect um, at our jobs. And I just was feeling really just kind of burned out a little bit. And um, I really deeply love my partner. I am in love with her. I want to be together for a whole while. I want us to have loving um, home with no yelling, with with um, a lot of um, streamlined efficiency. I want things to just flow really gracefully, gracefully and naturally, and um, and still have a lot of laughter and spontaneity and everything. But um, 
I just, um, I just knew that something needed to change. And, um, I was just tired of trying to, you know, read articles or listen to podcasts or listen to friends advice or sometimes that didn't really help very much because they would just kind of egg me on a little bit with the negativity. And, um, and this was sort of like a, the solution that I wanted. So, um, I just, I was in this place of, um, I, I hate to say this, but I think a lot of couples, I, I know of a lot of couples in my life who have separated and, um, it was coming to that point and, it wasn't concretely coming to that point, but it was, it, we were feeling so, we had our great days. It wasn't completely awful, but it was, but on the worst days, it was coming to this point of, you know what, this is just not working. Our personalities are conflicting and this is too stressful to try to have two full-time jobs and two small kids and manage a house and all that. And it was just like, you know what, maybe we'd be better off just apart. And of mm. course that's not the right answer. And I did not I didn't want to go there and neither did she. And, um, but, but we knew that something had to change. So, um, that's basically where I was when, when I enrolled in parent in love last June. Yeah. And I feel like so many of us get to that situation. I know that, you know, a lot of people listening will relate to that, but mm -hmm. I'm curious, I want to just pick up on something you mentioned there, which was saying that friends or other people that you might confide in kind of mm -hmm. egged you on into the negativity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And can you just expand on that a little bit? Yeah. I think, I think I caught your Facebook live the other day. I, I'm sorry to keep bringing it back to you. You told me not to do that. You asked me not to do that. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but something really resonated with me with that Facebook live that you did the other day and um, about how the story that we hear, like um, the story of oh gosh, I can't believe you put up with that. Or I can't, that, that's just terrible. Um, my friends would be in the same place in their marriages or whatever, or partnerships or whatever, but, but it was somehow like they could, um, it, it's like they, they were suddenly like the guru of everything. And I, and I love my friends, but it was like, wait a minute, you know, it's hard too. You know, like we're, none of us are doing this thing perfectly. And, um, and I was, it, it almost came to the point where, where I was like, I need, I need to stop talking to you about this because you're, <laughs> you're not helping. You're just, you're just being on my side and I know you mean well, but, um, but I need to write a different story. I need to, I need to um, have a different perspective that's more solution oriented. And, um, and I think our friends mean well, they want to be on our side. They want to, um, they've got our best interests at heart, but I don't think they, I don't think we realize when we're talking to our friends and we're like, gosh, that sucks or whatever, that we don't realize how detrimental that can be. And, um, cause we put so much stock into what our friends think. So, um, it can get kind of dangerous, I think. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Cause I think the classic advice is always to validate and empathize. Mm -hmm. Um, but then sometimes that can also almost go too far in, in not helping us to get out of that mindset. Right. Or like, it yeah. doesn't serve us necessarily when people are like, you know, yeah, that's a real big problem in your marriage. I, I wouldn't put up with that or something yeah. like that. And then you're like, yes. mm, well, what do I do? Cause I am saying, and now, oh. now what? So yeah, totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really interesting. And you guys are very typical in that you both have full-time jobs and you have two little kids. Do you ever feel like that's just too much pressure for one household? Yes. <laughs> um, and my parents live 40 minutes away and we, we regularly send the kids. To, my parents are crazy about their grandchildren or so they're, they're wild about their grandchildren. Yeah. And they, um, they just want to spend every minute that they can with them. So we'll send them to spend the night and we'll have, instead of the date night though, we'll have like a catch up day to do laundry. And that's not very fun, you know? So, um, I'm, I've been really listening to what you said about outsourcing and delegating and that's been super helpful. Um, so yeah, it was, it's just too, it's too much. I don't think we're wired to do that. Like I, I think we're wired to get, help from our family or community because, um, I I think you can, you can do great at either, um, role, but you can't be phenomenal at both at the same time, (laughs) like being in your career and juggling the household. It it just can't, I just have not found a way to do that well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You end up feeling like a failure in all areas, like quite full, right. Fully. Fully yeah. where you want to be in any of those uh, arenas of our lives. I totally get that. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. So, so, okay, so you were feeling this kind of almost an edge place, not that you actually were going to be separating, but almost like it was on the table or on the tips of your tongues, like this is too hard. Is that right? Am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, over, it was just like something has to change. Hmm. However that changes. We just can't keep going like this. So, did you find yourselves repeating the same types of fights, the same types of patterns? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Can you yeah. That a little bit. It might, <laughs> it might not be something you want to share, but that's right. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, I can share. Um, so, I think the, the well. Let me just go ahead and tell you that my partner moved and left her community in, across the country mm. to come to my side of the country. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she has family on this side of the country too, but um, that was a huge like life transition for her. And she has not, she's done her very best to find happiness on this side of the country, but um, she's gotten into yeah. so many different hobbies. She's got a million friends here. She makes friends pretty easily, but um, just something in her spirit was missing that side of the country. And I actually really love that side of the country too, but, but we would go back and forth between, you know, I want to move back and she'd say, I want to move back. And I would say, I can't leave my family and, um, and this is my home and this is what I've always known. And, um, and so that was a big point of contention. Budgeting and money was a big point of contention. Um, parenting, of course, like, um, I said this and you came back behind me and, um, and what's the word you undermined what I just said, or, um, you think, you know, better than me about how to do this or this. And those are like the nature of, of our arguments. Um, and it was just frustrating because you love this person more than your life. And then when you're in that place where they can't hear you and you're, you can't get over your own pride to hear them. Um, I didn't realize how much control I could have over everything, that I didn't have to change her, that I, I could change myself and my, my mindset and my choices. And I still am continually working on that. But, um, but at that point, it was like, 
you just feel like so frustrated that you just want to leave the house and go on a drive for 30 minutes <laughs> and then come back when you're ready. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it was just, and, and I think everybody paints this picture of how it's supposed to look when you've got two adorable children and, and a full rich life, a full happy life. You feel like guilty that that picture of what everybody else sees on Facebook or whatever. Um, it's the truth. We do love each other. We're happy, but, um, but not as much as I wanted to be. Like I wanted to have that as much as possible. You know, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on, on their childhood because we're, you know, arguing and not, not in sync or whatever. So, um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, totally. So if I'm hearing you correctly, just to kind of put bullet points to it. So the types of things you guys found yourself arguing about, well, first of all, you said she had made a kind of a quote unquote massive sacrifice, right? Like moving to your side of the country. And I think so yeah. many couples go through that where one partner is sacrificing something for the other partner's career or for their comfort or to be near their family or whatever. And I think that creates that sense of imbalance of, well, I'm doing this for you or yeah. you owe me or that kind of thing. Yes. Just, there's a little bit of tit for tat mm-hmm. and measuring. And, mm-hmm. and then you said just misaligning on parenting kind mm-hmm. of approaches, right? Well, mm-hmm. I said it this way, you undermined me. What are you doing? I know better. I did the research, that, yeah. kind of, that type of thing. Yeah. And then just an overall sense that, yes, I love you so much, but sometimes I just can't stand to look at your face and I don't want to be near you when I'm going. Yeah. And just how normal that is, how we all get to that place sometimes. I'm certainly no stranger to that. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. So that's really interesting. And I, I love that you are saying, yes, we have this really rich life. We have a wonderful, happy life. Mm-hmm. But we also are aware that we can do something to minimize these points of intention because ultimately if there's a repetitive theme of stress in a partnership if there's repetitive patterns like that that really lowers our quality of life would you agree yes 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 (laughs) like even though we have that great partner but we're fighting or we're unhappy all the time we feel yeah and it bleeds out It, it just bleeds out into i'm a teacher and i promise you that i i try to have you know, I try to be centered and calm and all of that. But if, if I've just had an argument with her, which doesn't happen that often before school, but like the, the few times that it has happened, um, it's like my whole mood. I just, I, I don't, I have nothing to give. I feel so depleted and, mm. and, um, and we need to feel, we need to fill each other up, I think as partners and, and, and be there for each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. And did you feel any of this as well for your kids? I mean, you know, we all kind of come from some kind of partnership between mom and dad. Yeah. Mom. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, we, we have embedded with us certain codes of how to behave, you know, within a relationship. Yeah. Did you have any conversations or any thoughts about what type of relationship you want to model or that you are modeling for um, your kids? Yeah, I think um, my parents were, my parents are still together. I think I mentioned that. Um, And um, they, they did the very best they could. They were, you know, looking back, you can always find flaws, especially as a parent. But looking back, I also find so many things that they did great. (laughs) But um, 
you know, they, they had a really loving, peaceful marriage, very harmonious. There was definitely arguing every now and then, but it was overall like a team. They owned a business together. So they were very, um, on each other's side all the time. They were, you know, they were great parents and her parents were divorced. Um, there was a lot of, um, I don't want to go into too many specifics, but it was just not, um, it did not make her feel happy, you know, Um, a lot of fighting and a lot of arguing and just um, disrespect and things like that. So I think that was, she didn't have that. I think she had grandparents who were really loving her. So I think when it comes down to it, our grandparents might, her grandparents might be, and my parents might be the model. um, um, Because there was like, total devotion with her grandparents. And that's, that's what our, that's what we are at our very best, totally devoted. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, some crappy models, some great models for partnership and, um, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And then wanting to model differently for you or, yeah. just, or the same as the good yeah. that you had. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So sure. tell me about the transformation you guys have created or that you've created? Oh, (laughs) um, well through, I I have still not finished all of the modules in parent and love, (laughs) but, um, I think the, the biggest thing that has happened is simply remembering that I have choices. Like, um, I am a really emotional person. Like I'm really, um, whatever emotion I feel, I will let you know. <laughs> and, um, and she's kind of the same way, but like, um, I feel like, I think you've mentioned this before. Like if I feel it, it must be true. And, uh, that's not always true. Like I have a choice. I can take a glass of water. I can say what I need. I can go for a walk. I can think about which, um, fallacy of my mind is I'm thinking about, like I might be jumping to conclusions or I might be like having binary thinking or whatever it's called. Um, or like if I can just, it's, it's amazing the difference. If I can get away, if I can just go for a walk in the neighborhood for 10 minutes and come back or go to the grocery store and come back. Like it's amazing what distance does even that 10 minutes. I just, it, it makes a difference for both of us. Um, and I think it is hard to be in the same space with someone and adjust to marriage and then to adjust with adjust to marriage with a child is another um, transition. And then to adjust to marriage with a child and another child is like, um, wow, like (laughs) it's just incredible. And I think just giving ourselves like some grace and just um, not saying yes to everything and prioritizing our time. And instead of feeling like we've got to attend the 15th birthday party of the week, (laughs) it feels like, like just to say, no, we want to go on a family hike. We want to go out in the woods and pack a backpack with snacks and have fun together. Um, and like we can, we can get super clear on our priorities and, um, and not feel that pressure. You know, I just feel like there's so many messages about what you're supposed to be doing as a parent. Like so many of my friends who are moms, they're always on the go and they're always doing these things that are really awesome. And I love doing a lot of them with them, but sometimes I'm like, God, I just want some downtime. Like I just want to chill. I don't want to be on. And I think we've given ourselves permission to do that. Like last year, 
before the course, I just felt like my calendar had to be packed. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I had to attend every single invitation. I had to say yes. Every single play date, I had to say yes. Um, every volunteer commitment that I was asked to do, I needed to say yes, 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 yes. And this, and now I feel like I need to get, I, I need to just listen to, is this really what I want to do? And so that's helped a lot. Um, and some other things, but <laughs> those are the main things when, yeah. when it comes to that. But. Yeah. Well, those are huge. I mean, what I just heard you say was owning your own choices. I thought, I thought that was just giant, like knowing that we don't have to be overridden mm-hmm. by our emotions, that we don't have to act on them straight away and that we can evaluate how we want to do that. So just creating that space, I think is incredible. Yeah. I mean, how many of us learn how to do that? Learn how to just, right, take the moment when we're raging. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. It's a skill. It's a very difficult skill. So that's and yeah. then also, as you said, kind of reclaiming and designing the, the life that you want for your family, right? Saying we want time together in the forest or we want t- downtime and empowering yourselves to make it work in a way that is is so crucial mm-hmm. to health to yeah. emotional health yeah. is that right yeah totally um i think like speaking of emotional health um i think that she and i in our in our profession i don't know if this will resonate with anybody else but if you're in a profession where you have to be on where you, like she's a leader and so um and, and i am too in the classroom or whatever but it's like, you've got to hold it together all day long and you've got to be Miss Fabulous for everybody all day long. And then you come home and you just have nothing left to give. And I think sometimes like getting in touch with my emotions, like, okay, what am I really feeling? Like, am I hungry? Um, do, I need, um, do I need to just lay down for a minute? Am I, am I angry about something that happened earlier today that I kind of like stuffed down? Do I need to talk that through with my partner or my friend, like, um, what's really going on with me and checking in with that instead of like shoving emotions down and putting on the game face all the time and stuffing everything down. Um, just trying to get reconnected with what I'm really feeling, even if it's not going to last, even if, if the feeling is just going to be fleeting for a minute, at least not ignoring it and, and, um, trying to investigate what it's about and before it explodes, (laughs) um, that really helps. Um, So, um, that's been helpful with emotional health, as you put it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You're in that kind of caregiving mode all the time. You've got to take care of yourself and your own. I understand that. So before you started Parent in Love, I, I, you know, it's not the type, it's kind of a, an atypical thing to do, like take an online Mm -hmm. uh, program about about parenting together with your partner and, 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 you know, transforming, transforming your partnership. How did you decide to do that? Like what, what led you to say, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this investment and this change. And did you have any hesitations about that? Like, I'm sure it's just not like such a typical thing to do. So I'm curious what led you to make that decision. Um, well, I'm, you're the parenting junkie and I'm a webinar junkie. So I just love <laughs> webinars. And, um, um, I didn't, I didn't tell you this. I'm just going to tell you this really quickly. I, um, I'm, I've started a side, a side passion as a teacher where I'm, um, I'm trying to become a self-care coach for teachers. So 
um, I'm already in that mind frame of trying to be the best person that I can be and be, um, and, and grow in my expertise and, and trying to, um, practice what I preach and everything. So, um, I felt like this one is, this was a really important investment, not just as a parent and a partner, but also just for me personally. And, um, I think the thing that really resonated with me the most in what you, you shared in the webinar or the, the page for Parent in Love, mm-hmm. it said, think about what kind of memories you want your children to have and what kind of future you want them to have and what kind of tools you want them to have and skills. Um, how do you want them to be equipped for life? And I realized, oh, this investment is nothing <laughs> compared to what we're going to get when it comes to our children's well-being and of course our own well-being too. But, um, I just thought, um, it's a no brainer, you know, like, um, I know that we've got it in us. You know, it was like, we are not a lost cause. (laughs) We're not totally done for. (laughs) And so it's just a matter of getting the right help. And, um, I think your values just resonated with mine. I could just, I could just sense your vibe and I just, um, I like listening to you. I like learning from you. And I just figured I'm going to enjoy learning what she has to say. And it looks like it's going to be jam-packed with really helpful information and um, just keeping my focus on the fact that our kids, we're going to really, that, it, that it's ultimately for the kids, <laughs> but, yeah. but for us as well. But really they were kind of like the underlying force of all that. So yeah. 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 Well, that's a great motivation, I think, for so many of us is to yeah. not only keep it together for the kids, but make it yeah. good for the yeah. kids, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. actually worthy of keeping together. Yeah. And sometimes I think of like this new paradigm of marriage, how marriage in our parents' generation often was, well, you stay together for the kids, mm-hmm. even though you like don't like each other anymore, and then you fall apart after yes. you grow up. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I think our generation is in this kind of privileged position where we're saying, well, no, that's not good enough. Like we want it together for them and for us. And it has to actually be, yeah. you know, deeply yeah. satisfying on, yes. on many levels. Not always yeah. easy, of course, yeah. you know, yeah. not always sexy, but still, uh, yeah. still a deeper, a deeper thing. Okay. Amazing. So, so, okay. That's so interesting. So you came through the webinar and you, just connected to the values and to the mission of making that transformation, both for yourself and for your clients and for your partnership and your kids. And if you were kind of talking to someone who is on the outside looking in, who's in maybe in a position where you were to begin with, or in a maybe even even tougher spot where they really are having a trouble, you know, cause it sounds like you guys were in a pretty stable place, but there was just some frustration there. Yeah. But if someone's in a bit of a tougher spot, do you feel that, what do you feel you want to tell them? Kind of what should they know? That um, if you remember that first feeling when you met your partner or your spouse, um, those butterflies, hopefully you felt those. I mean, I know we don't always feel that way, but um, I felt that way. And it's kind of like you have this, okay, (laughs) this is really cheesy, but (laughs) um, the analogy that comes to my mind is like, you have this big, if you can see my hands, you have this big um, pile of sand in your hands and it's filled with all of the crap. Like there might be some glass in there. There might be some 
maybe a few pieces of trash in there. Like you're just, you've collected it from the beach or whatever. Um, some broken seashells, some lots and lots of sand, just stuff. And it's like your current situation. But if, if you can find like the gems in there, the, the diamonds or whatever, and you can like let the other stuff slip through your fingers and hold on to the gems. Um, if you still feel like that's possible, then this can help you achieve what you want and to hold on to the gems and maybe to find more gems. <laughs> but um, I'm such an English teacher. So I think in like metaphors and analogies. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. Um, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Yeah, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I just think that um, I have found, I think I've found other gems, you know, like in Parent and Love, I have found gems when it comes to how I deal with people. Like it's, it's not, especially the um, looking back at uh, the way I was raised, you know, not, not investigating too, too much into that, but really like starting to realize what, how much that plays into our parenting styles. And especially looking at the different, um, ways that we can delegate around chores and housework, that it doesn't have to be this nebulous, um, thing that everybody feels resentful because they think that they are working the hardest in the household. And, um, that there's a solution like outsourcing or delegating or being really crystal clear about who's doing what. Um, and like investigating that instead of just going with the flow and saying a hell Mary and hoping that the house is not a wreck for the rest of the week. Like, um, that you can actually like get some clarity around that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's, it's also taught me how to communicate like, I thought that I knew how to listen. I thought that I knew how to say what I wanted and needed. I thought that I knew how to talk, um, but I didn't really. Like I, I thought I did, but I didn't. So um, the course has really shown me how to how to listen. What it means to listen when you're when you're listening to somebody, you look them in the eye. And I liked what you said in the course about how it's like you're watching a movie. You're just like wrapped with rapt attention. And when when my partner's talking, it's really hard not to take things personally. But if I can remember, okay. I'm looking at her with total love. I'm just trying to absorb what she's saying and I'm not taking it personally right now. I'm just trying to listen. That's been a huge benefit for me. And, um, and, um, there's just so many, so many more I could keep going, (laughs) but, um, there's just, I think the course will help you find the gems and and sift out the sand and the trash. So you can just let that trickle through and, it will allow you to find more gems that you didn't even know were there, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, and, and also the group, the Facebook group, um, I have found that there are women who are, and men who are in a, in a situation that's a little bit more challenging than mine and sometimes a lot more challenging than mine. And it really just gives me a perspective. That's, that's what's so helpful is that we're, we all help each other. We all have different, um, viewpoints and, um, that it reminds me to be grateful, like, um, not to say like, well, at least I'm not in their position, you know, I don't want to be like that, but like just to say, um, today it's good. And, and I can, I have some control over that. Like I have some choices over that I can make today even better. And, um, 
and I'm going to be grateful for that and just try to be in the present moment. Um, so that's, those are the things that have really been helpful. And it's, yeah, I think it's like, we want to put on this face to the world that we've got it all together. And it's time for us to stop doing that. <laughs> like we just need to allow ourselves to get help and, and to be vulnerable and to share the truth with somebody and to hear truth. And, um, and it's worth it. It's worth the investment. It will, it is transformational. So, and I'm still going through all the modules. <laughs> I, I still haven't finished all of them, but, um, just in the few that I've done, it's been transformational. So that's amazing to hear. I'm curious, um, what uh, the course, just for anyone listening who doesn't know, is in a few different modalities. Like you can watch a long session, you can listen to a short session, you can do a journal. I'm curious what has been your preferred mode of learning and whether or not your partner does any of this with you or you've done it all alone. Okay, well, I definitely, I'm doing it alone right now. But um, I, I love sitting on the couch and folding laundry when nobody else is home, which is very rare, and putting it on the big screen on my, um, on my TV, like projecting my, from my computer onto the big TV. Yeah. And so that I can have it, I, I can have your, your voice kind of resonating through, through the house if I have to run to the kitchen or something. Oh, that sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's lovely. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, but um, I also, when we were traveling this summer, I would listen to the um, MP3 on my phone um, while I was, you know, getting ready for bed. I would just like around nine o'clock, I would just plug it in. And then I would also listen to the MP3 in the car when we were traveling this summer. Um, and I've also appreciated the journals so much. I think the journals are really where you can find the um, nuggets of wisdom that you have to do the work. I mean, it's not like you can just listen to your um, video or your MP3 and just, I mean, it's very helpful and you can really think about it and start applying it. But I mean, the journal is really where, I, I'm going to be honest, the first, the first journal assignment, I was in absolute tears. Like I was sobbing, I was writing and, and I was like, um, totally losing it. <laughs> like nobody, nobody else was around, but I was like, gosh, where did all this come from? And, um, and it was really cathartic though. Um, I think I, I actually keep the journal. I did, I didn't print out the, um, PDFs. I w I'd like to do that. But what I did was I had my own binder and I would just write out everything. And, um, it's like a purple binder. And, um, I think that's where the nuggets are. That's where the jewels or the gems are that we were talking about is like in your own work and your own reflections and things like that. Right. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. That brings it down to like your inner, inner story, what's most personal to you. Yeah. Uh, Meredith, I really want to be mindful of your time. Thank you so much for sharing. I have Thank just you. one final, final, well, two final questions. One is I am a big believer, as you know, because you've gone through uh, most of Parent Enough, um, in that it doesn't really take two to tango, that that's no. kind of a fallacy. I think a lot of people who are in a position of frustration in their marriage or partnership say, well, my partner isn't changing and so nothing's going to change and I have to wait for my partner to change. And... One of my missions in Parent in Love is to help people who are in that position to know that they, they don't have to wait passively. 
they can make a change. Now, you're someone who's decided to sign up for this course and go through this process and your partner isn't even going through it with you, mm-hmm. which is typical in Parent Enough. Some people do it together, but most are actually doing it just one partner. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Like if someone's saying, well, my partner's not changing, so I, you know, so this isn't going to work for us. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, well, I remember how you said that in the webinar that you could, um, you could do this and you could see changes without having to let your partner know. And I've actually brought a lot of things to her before in the past, like, Hey, look at this idea. Let's do this together. And, and she's been like, I don't have, I've, I've, I've signed up for another online course about parenting a couple years ago. And she was like, okay, let's listen. But it was sort of like, she just didn't have time. And so I was just like, okay, she's not going to, um, have time for this. And, um, it's all right. I'm just going to keep, you know, Avital says you can have changes without having to inform your partner. And I was skeptical of that. I'm going to be honest, but it's, it's like that saying about how life is 90%, whatever, 10% what happens to you and 90% how you deal with it or something like that. I can't remember the exact phrasing, but that's exactly what it's about. It's, it's so surprising how our attitude and our mindset and, and the way that we choose what we'll do instead of reacting to everything, um, it changes our partner. Like, um, I don't know. It, she has not done a 180 or anything. She's still the same person, but the way I feel about her and the way I feel about our marriage is just completely different. And um, the way I feel about the way we parent our children, um, I... I have um, applied what you said about listening and I don't come back behind her anymore when she's dealing with the kids. And I've come to become so much more grateful for her and the way she handles it. A lot of the times she does it a lot better than I could. And, um, and all that time I thought, I need to change her. She needs to do it like I do it. And, and I realized, oh, wait a minute, maybe she doesn't. Maybe I can just accept it. <laughs> and... Um, And so that's like an example of how sometimes it's not our partner that needs to change. I mean, maybe there are some things that we'd like to change, but I know there's plenty of things she'd love to change about me. So um, I think this has woken me up to how much of my happiness is within my own control and that I can still feel joy no matter what anybody else is doing. And that's really hard. But once you master that, oh, it's like life just opens up (laughs) and I'm still a work in progress when it comes to that. But, um, it's really empowering actually. It doesn't, it's like, you don't even, um, you don't even really, you don't even really, um, have to tell them she has no idea. I mean, (laughs) you don't have to feel guilty about it because the changes are are so clear that it's like, it's, it's not even a big deal. I mean, (laughs) it's, um, you can sneak it in. You can listen to it on the, on the subway or wherever you are. You can listen to it in the car. You can watch the YouTube. And not, not the YouTube, I'm sorry. You can watch the video. Um, you have a YouTube channel there too. <laughs> so you can watch it and just say, this is what I'm watching right now. Deal with it, you know? Like, um, I, I've always got something going. Like, I've always got some sort of um, podcast or something going. So she's, she's just like, okay, it's another one, you know? So... Um, it's, you, you absolutely do not, you absolutely do not have to let anybody else know 
that, that you're doing this and you'll see massive changes. So, um, That's yeah. so cool to hear. That is so cool. All right. Um, any closing words or just any last messages for, for the community listening or that you'd um, like to share to make this complete? Yeah. I think I just want everybody to know that, um, the universe is conspiring to bring you joy. The, the world is not working against you. And all you have to do is reach out and accept the help that is available. And I have read pretty much every parenting book out there. I've taken a couple of different parenting online courses and things like that. And I think parent and love, if, if you want to help your marriage and if you want to be the best parent you can, this kind of encompasses all of it and you're, you are, you are deserving of, of a change. You are deserving of that joy and that transformation. So I thought I'd just, yeah, that's what I'll say. <laughs> um, that's so beautiful. What yeah. a message for everyone. Yeah. Today. yeah. Meredith, thank you so much for spending the time with me here today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. It's, it's very inspiring to me. Good, good. I'm so glad. Wasn't that an inspiring conversation? I get so inspired by big-hearted action takers like Meredith. And on a personal level, it's also incredibly satisfying and special for me to be able to connect with members of my community on a more personal level. So thank you, Meredith, for making the time for me. And thank you, dear listener, for showing up here, giving yourself this time to get inspired, to create the marriage that you want, to create the parenting that you want, the home, flow, life, body, all the things that you want for your ultimate happiness and joy. I am so thrilled to be showing up here with you and sharing this space. I know you have a million other things you could be listening to, and I'm just so grateful that you have been spending this time here with me. I am really grateful for the gift of your time and your attention and what we are creating here in the Parenting Junkie community blows me away each and every time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And remember, keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste. Namaste.